No chance I'm gonna get that out. Fuck. Fuck, fuck. That was one of the new Callaways. I should have remembered what Danny said about this hole and used an old practice ball. Four. Okay, I can get out of there. I just have to hit it over the trees. You wouldn't think I got a hole in one once, would you? Well, I did. A perfect shot on the 160 meter par three. I watched the ball fly from the tee to the green, held my breath as it rolled towards the hole and balanced on the lip for just a moment, then dropped in. The golfer's dream. The pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And there was no one there to see it. Not a soul. No one behind me. Even the ducks had floated to the other side of the pond. The greatest moment of my life when I was completely and utterly alone. I was devastated. Sarah, my wife, told me I was being ridiculous. That it didn't matter that there was no one there because I would always know. But of course, she doesn't understand. No great sporting feat exists without witnesses. It's like the sound of a tree falling in the empty forest. Full stadiums cheering as you beat the goalkeeper to score the winning penalty. Or hit a six into the members stand off the last ball. That is how legends are made. Otherwise, you'd you're just a pathetic man telling his story to a bar full of sceptics and being forced to end with, it's true, honest, I'm not bullshitting. I may as well have hit a triple bogey. But then, it's always been like that for me. Ever since I was a kid, my inner champion never comes out when anyone's around. When I was a young bloke, I could kick a footy 50 metres through the sticks when no one was looking. Give me a set shot 20 out from the goal with people on the sidelines and the ball wobbled through the air and hit the post for a behind. Inside me are all the ingredients that made Maradona, Messi and Beckham. I can bend the ball in the backyard like the best of them. But when I played football at primary school, the only goal I ever scored was an own goal against St Dominic's. They won and named me their man of the match. I thought it'd be different when I started playing golf. You see, it's a game where you creep up on success and surprise it. And when you've been playing with the same person for ten years, well, you forget that they're even there. Except, of course, they are. Witnessing your first par, your first birdie, your first hole in... No. That's the problem. He wasn't there for that, was he? He dropped dead the week before I achieved perfection. Just my luck. Ten years, and Danny picked the moment to have a heart attack in the middle of a game of charades. <laughs> no one even noticed. They thought it was a clue. I shouldn't be surprised, though. His timing was always off. I remember one day he was playing a perfect round, all pars and birdies. Then his wife called to tell him she'd found his cat wheels up in the kitty litter. He loved that cat. Put him right off his game. Five double bogeys to finish. That's why I don't carry a phone on the course anymore. You never know when you'll get bad news. Anyway, if you hadn't fallen face first into a plush pile in the middle of miming out, movie, two words, first word sounds like, he would have been there to see it. Afterwards, he'd have told the tale in the clubhouse to a semicircle of Wednesday golfers, all nodding in awe over their schooners, while Dave the barman waved me off. Your money's no good today, Jack. Yeah, 
If Danny had been there, I would be a legend now. I'd be one of those few, those happy few, who gather around the barbecue to tell and retell their stories of great triumphs. Instead, only my Callaway Chrome and I know what happened. For that briefest of moments, I was Tiger Woods. Oh well, nothing to be done about it now, I suppose. Although, I've been thinking about contacting Google Earth. Maybe their satellite picked something up. Four. Ah, shit. <laughs>